Oh my god! And like, I just really want to make out with Johnny Depp now. Same. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm slightly torn, but I do want to make out with him. Oh, so do I. He's beautiful, and like the way he's so making beautiful. sarcastic remarks oh, to everyone. Like, I'm like, oh, is that the same document that I yeah. signed? Oh yes. Back to Two Mums, One Pod, the podcast for mums who don't have their shit together. You are joined by me, Taylor, and my beautiful co host. I'm Kane Williams this week. Kane yeah, Williams. <laughs> Kane Williams with the husky voice. I sound like a man. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I think it's one of those things you sound, you think you sound worse than you are. Really? Yeah, I don't think you sound that bad. Oh my goodness me. Well, I think that I sound like an absolute boot. <laughs> Are you one of those people that loses your voice when you get sick? Um, See, I go I husky. I go yeah, that's hot, husky. but I, I just sound like a dude. Like I listened to one of my recordings to you yesterday and I was uh, like, Ooh, <laughs> who is that guy? You did sound worse yesterday though, I reckon. I did, yeah. And you yeah. know what? In the middle of the night last night I did this. had this really big cough and then it like changed it and now I'm like changed. more nasally. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. I was like, oh, that was refreshing. <laughs> Yesterday was a really dry cough. Anyway, that's kind of gross. Um, I don't have COVID. <laughs> I don't have COVID. You know what actually happened to me today, Taylor? Tell me. I was in the chemist and this guy walked up to me and he was like, Katie? And I'm like, hi. And he's like, you changed my life. And I was like, what? Sorry? And he's like, yeah, we worked with you when our little girl, Remy, and he pointed oh. to the little girl he was with, was like, oh, six months, I think. And, and he goes, you changed our lives. We would have remortgaged our home for the <gasps> way that you changed our lives. And she's, I think she was like two and he's like, she's been great ever since. And he goes, I just oh, wanted to say Oh, that's going to make you. me cry. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, because I meet everyone on Zoom and I'm not like working Yeah, you don't do face-to-face consults, yeah. Yeah, and also – um, I haven't had a lot of people. Well, I have now, but early days I hadn't had a lot of people that I'd worked with locally. So it's not a huge thing. And I, I thought he was going to like come up and big brother fangirl, which rarely <laughs> happens, but it still happens from time to time. And it's so friggin' awkward. But I was like, oh my God. And like, I literally cried when he walked away. I was like, that is so special to me. And that's why I that do is. this. And it was so cool. Oh, that's he's so like, yeah, beautiful. Nicola's pregnant again. And I was like, oh, Oh and I knew who he was when I started Straight talking away. to him. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, um, I've had clients, um, not clients of mine, but when I mm. used to um, do like free phone calls and that's all oh, I was yeah. kind of doing as I was training, I yeah. there was this one time I went to go and buy, so it was when Logan just started daycare and I was like, cool, I'm just going to go on Marketplace and buy a bunch of shitty clothes oh, yeah. just to for him Smart to wear move. to daycare, right? Yeah. Um, and they'll be daycare clothes and it'll be great. Anyway, I went to this house and I rocked up, knocked on the door, and she goes, Taylor? And I was like, stop. Yes, that is me. I was like, hello. (laughs) She goes, oh, my God. She's like, you helped us with a 15-minute phone call. And I was like, no way. Hang on a minute. I was like, no way, man. And she's like, yeah, like, she's like, I can't believe. She's like, do you live around here? And I'm like, yeah, man, of course I do. I literally (laughs) the suburb over. And she's like, oh, my God, God, amazing. Like, I can't, I just. It blows my mind. I'm like, what a small Crazy. freaking world. 
a small yeah, freaking wild. world. And and you don't realize how much of an impact you have on he like he what you could see the yeah. genuine feeling in his eyes when he said to to me you changed our lives and I I remember how nervous they were on night one to start um and he goes it's like a it's like a real miracle hey and I'm like it is like a miracle it's so cool and I was like thanks so much Dean like that's why I do what I do because I was in your position and you know, yeah, it changed my life too. So, Well, on that same note, Katie, tell me what's been going on with your family oh, this week. God. I sleep. feel like every week I have something going on and it's like <laughs> only when I like recap. It's like the Chronicles like, oh of Van. Oh, seriously. <laughs> well, this week it's been both. But because as you can tell, we've been sick. Van got sick from he- from my niece and nephew. Go figure. He's at kindy every week, doesn't get sick at kindy. Yeah. Um, but then um, he, oh, it's bronchitis we found out, and which is fine, but it's really snotty, yeah. high temperatures um, and uh, this horrible voice and a really bad cough. Um, so his sleep kind Does of went Van out the window. Does Van sound super cute and husky? He doesn't, sadly. Oh, dang it's it. weird, but Olive does. <laughs> does she? <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. He's like, da-da. <laughs> really cute. Like little um, Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Stop that sound like the exorcist. <laughs> anyway, so um, he was doing this thing where he would be like, and, you know, when they're sick, which I, he's never really been sick, Tay. So yeah, like I just. Yeah, hardcore sick. No, yeah. Like, and yeah. when he has been sick prior, it's been really sleepy. Mm. Whereas this, he would yeah. wake up and go, my mummy, my mummy. So I'm quickly sprung out of bed and run to his side yeah. and gave him a big cuddle and then I'd put him back in and then I'd hear, mummy. And so I found that I was like standing at the door to help him get to sleep, which I yeah. work with a lot of people when they're two-year-olds regression, at, at the two-year-old, two-year regression that have exactly that. And then before they know it, they're in the room. Anyway, so that was happening for a few nights, which was fine, and I, we were just rolling with it because he was sick and we weren't, so it was a lot easier. But anyway, we rolled with it, and I just thought, I'll fix it. I'll get it all back on track once um, he's better. I'll yeah. feel more comfortable with that once he's better. Anyway, and then not last night, no, two nights ago, oh, my God, <laughs> he goes, my Woody, my Woody. So I went back in, he dropped Woody out, put Woody in, because he was getting better and I said all right it's sleepy time and I laid him down and I walked out of the room and then he got up and started screaming blue murder because I wasn't staying with him right yeah and then I see on the monitor he puts his leg hikes his leg up over the thing (sighs) and then I'm like Tim quick go he's he's up and then I can just he's not on the ground yet. Wait, wait. He's not on the ground yet, but he's also not in the cot anymore, but he's in the, the zone that's not picked up on the monitor. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I hear Tim bolt. <laughs> and then I hear this giant bang. And then I see Van come through the bars and hit the deck and then <sighs> scream. And I'm like, oh, So did you shit. get it on camera because of your not Wally a little bit, it? <laughs> a little bit, but you can't yeah. really see. You can see. I'm going to send it to you. You yeah. can see him in in the midst, but not. I don't anyway, want to laugh so, at his pain. The poor little guy. He wasn't. He didn't hurt himself. Thank God. Yeah, had a good time. Um, He's like, fuck yeah, so check me empty. out. It was kind of funny, <laughs> but um. So me and Tim were like, all right, we need to fix this situation. So one hundred percent. Now what we did was so 
friggin' smart. And Tim has dick fingers, like literally anything he touches, he fucks usually. <laughs> but this was so sexy, Taylor. <laughs> and he bought <gasps> a power drill and he came home, got a tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> and he bolted the cot down low and he, and it worked. And, he and you're like, all this even. is so sexy. You're I saving like, our son. I'm so ready for God. you. I was like, look at this capable guy. You're like, I normally put up period. the IKEA furniture. You Seriously. can do me. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, damn, can you go <laughs> hang a picture frame <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm ready to go. Right above the anyway. bed so I can watch. That's <laughs> 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 true though. He was being handy and it was fucking hot. Anyway. Isn't it such so, a weird turn on? Like why are we so turned on by Maddie handy stuff? Is yes, masculine. And he's very yeah, masculine. Masculine. Muscular. Yeah, masculine. Mas- he's the same as he's the same as tim but maddie is an engineer right that's what he does so, so he is very handy. logical yeah, yeah so he will like he'll like design stuff out before he then goes and does it and i'm like just you know just put the picture up on the wall and he's like i've got to measure this this and this and no, I've got see to i like this. and i'm like it's so see funny. i'm not i'll just grab a power drill and go <laughs> oh see i'm too scared to just do anything i'm like oh, oh no Oh, see, I, we, I, I should be like that, I think. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so I've got a video of this that night because it started to unravel fast sleep yeah. and him yeah, climbing yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. And, and as soon as he had that ability to do it, yeah, he once knew he the learned, he he's like, cool, I can get out. out. But also he knew we'd come running. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, so I put him into bed and he started screaming, which he had never done before. So thank God it had really unraveled fast. Put him into bed. He's like, Mommy! Full screaming, mind you. I'll show you the video. Um, And then I see him try to hike his leg up and he can't reach. He couldn't reach his foot onto the bar. Good. You're like, I'm going to fuck your daddy today. (laughs) (laughs) Yuck, this laugh is so gross. (laughs) So like wheezy. You like roll Um, over to to Tim and you're like, we did it. One point for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, oh, all right. God. So, um, so that's better. And honestly, he's sleeping better already. Good. Like now that we've taken that away, I haven't needed to train him. I might once he gets fully better. Like might might need to just offer because a bit do of you know what as well? It's back. kind of like as much as yes, it's beautiful offering that support, and we would never tell you not to offer support to your yeah. sick baby, but it's also stimulating. When you're going in and Uh you're responding, smell you, and he thinks it's a game, and then lifting his leg up and trying to climb—that's a new skill he's learning. That's Uh stimulating in itself. Like he is just in this cycle of overwhelm, really, of he's trying to do everything. What would you say to a family that had Bub had been sick? You'd offer extra support. They had offered extra support, I should say. Sorry. I'm just going to cough again. (coughs) (coughs) Yuck. (laughs) Um, And things had unraveled. What would you say, how would you advise to get back on track? I mean, first of all, book a chat with us so we can (laughs) discuss the situation in in total. But I think it's very much focusing on just getting back to your basic routine. Like 
it doesn't have to be hard and you also don't have to I think one of the biggest things is we go, we're stuck in this habit now and this is a habit and this is this. But mm. actually, as quickly as you got into it is as quickly yes. as you can get out of it too. Yeah. So yeah. being there to support, yeah, that's like definitely be there to support. But it's maybe that you do over the course of, say, three nights instead of a whole week of taking it to get out, taking you to mm. get out there. Maybe it's on the first night you do offer that little bit of support, but you pull back a bit. On the second night, you pull back even more. And on the third mm. night, you probably won't even need to be in there because mm. they do pick it up as quickly as they lose it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely never feel like you can't respond to your baby. We would never tell you that. But again, you yeah. need to weigh up that are you stimulating them more by going in there are you and also a lot of the time when they're sick we offer like a bottle because we want them to get their fluids up we start offering this we start and all these extra little habits kind of start to form so there's different layers of how much support they'll need and how much you need to pull back on a hundred percent and I have found to back to basics because bedtime started to unravel as well Uh I found that really making sure that I'm doing really good storytelling and like really good eye contact and snuggles and all that stuff before bed so his cup's super full before going in. And now, like now that I've drawn back to that in this process, I've found that he's going in heaps easier. And again, now when he's waking or coming into a lighter stage of sleep, he is rousing a bit because his nose is a little blocked still. Um, But I, I watch him and I can see him comfortably go, okay, I'm good. Yeah. And put himself back. But to I think sleep, that's so. the other thing too, right? Is you could have easily gone, he's climbing out of his cot now. Oh, we need to get a bed. bed. And oh, then no straight way. away, and then your issues just escalate even more because mm. you've not actually fixed the problem. You've almost just put a band aid over him well, climbing exactly. out. Almost released the boundary that is, is oh, set. Oh, 100%. Okay. Free. I yeah. like I said I mentioned on my Instagram this week that I've been struggling a little bit mentally because I do when I'm sleep yeah. deprived, which is a lot of the reason that I went into this job or this career path. Um I honestly and it, it, it crossed my mind because I just thought, how how are we gonna face this? How am I gonna deal with this? I can't yeah. keep being awake all night knowing that he's gonna you start climb to out doubt and yourself to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. But I was also like, there is no way that I am mentally fit to dealing with transferring him to a big boy bed like because what that that just is a a whole level of independence that he is not ready for nor am I no and like Logan woke up this morning at six six something which normally Mm. as you know Katie Logan and Millie are late risers so like waking up at six I literally the sun was only just coming out so I was able Mm, to go in there and be like the sun isn't even time. up yet. Like it's still time to go to bed, lay him down, give him his koala, put him back down. But if this, if he had, if he was in a bed, mm. he would just be up in our room staring at us like a creep over while we're sleeping. Like, yeah, just like, hello, mum. Mum, mum, get up, cute. get up, mummy up, mummy up. <laughs> but like if and then if I was to put him back down and he was in a bed, he would just get up again. So it actually yeah. I could not like Logan's gonna be in a cot until he's like five. I'm sorry to say. I swear to God, it's why school. I honestly recommend still in a cot. <laughs> all crumbled up, cramped up. Yeah. Um but it's why I recommend not putting them in until at least and when I say at least, I mean at least, like unless yeah. they've grown out of it or it is no longer safe. Yeah. Um, three years old. We'll keep an eye out on our Instagram um at two months yeah. sleep co because Katie recorded the entire process on how to on how 
helped him lower Maybe the Maybe I need to put like the um, cover photo of like him holding the drill with just, <laughs> just, a belt with just on. the belt on. And socks or boots. That's Hunt, so funny. Coat, steel and like boots. the um the clear uh, the clear safety glasses on his head. Like, yeah, yeah, and a hard <laughs> <That's>... hat. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a type. <laughs> uh, um, but literally last night on the same token of sleep, Millie, mm. honest to God, oh, no. Maddie went out last night. Millie had an early bedtime because she's kind of in that transition of dropping to one nap. Oh, oh my that God, is kill the me. hardest. Yeah. Kill me. Kill me already. I'm already struggling. Um, So she's been having an early bedtime, which is obviously how we combat when she has a one-nap one day, which we're really lucky. Millie will sleep for three hours. If I leave her, she'll just sleep. Um, A lot of the times I have to wake her up. So mm. on those days that she does have the one-nap, it's an early bedtime, but it's not that early. It's like 6.30, which is not early, early. Um, mm. But last night I – didn't really contemplate the difference between her. So we went out for my best friend's um, daughter's first birthday. They had, she has twins and it was their first birthday Ooh. yesterday. So we went out. Millie had her first nap. She had the same nap as Logan. It was great. But then so right. they the, both the kids had their same nap. But then Millie, when I did the math, after I got home, I was like, fuck, Millie's been awake for six hours. Oh, you're When kidding. normally she's only awake for three three and a half max. So How when I got home. How that? Well, she just doesn't get, she, she is one of those babies that can go no past her awake window, not get grumpy. She's happy. Mm. She's just happy to be awake. So I was like, fuck, 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 what do I do? So she, obviously she was already in bed. I'm like, right, fingers crossed she doesn't wake early. Fingers crossed we have a good night. Slingshot her into bed from the front door quick. <laughs> quick. And she falls asleep really easily when she's over. She? Like she doesn't, she still doesn't Olive. react to overtiredness. Yeah. Really. Olive ex- exactly the same. Oh, except yep, 9.30 hit and I just hear this. <gasps> ba, la, 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 la. And I was like, oh, she just is changed. that Millie? I was like, is oh, that Millie? Kidding. And because she was happy, I didn't go in there. And yep. I kid good. you not, Katie, oh, she no. was happy for her whole awake window again for three hours. You she didn't go back to sleep until 12. She just chatted for three hours. <gasps> she just chatted. I got her out at one point because I was like, maybe I, was say, I can. She needs a reset. Yeah, yeah, maybe I can bring her out and put her back. And when I did put her back, she was quiet, but then straight away. And like I've got a video from the baby monitor. I'll have to send it to you. And she's like, and I'm like, fuck, this kid is not going to sleep. Isn't that funny how that completely debunks that old people say, well, just keep her away. Oh my god. So she was just up, and like this is the thing, is a lot of the times I think we look at it and we go, an overtired baby's gonna be grumpy and miserable and not wanna sleep and it's just gonna be horrible. Whereas actually Millie was fucking happy. She just needed her whole awake window again to build that sleep pressure back up to go back to sleep again. Because she would have had that cortisol. So she basically treated bedtime as a nap. So pretty much it was kind of like a false start really. But I was like, shit, man. So I – yeah, we had a. I mean, it helps I mean, that she wasn't screaming her head off, though, right? And to yeah, and to be fair, I'd prefer that it was before midnight than at three a.m. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of all right. I suppose yeah. I've got other people have bigger problems, but it was just <laughs> fuck. We're, we're all just going through this, and this is the thing. Don't think because we have great sleeping babies because we're sleep specialists that yeah. we don't have great sleeping that. 
we have good one of my beautiful clients one of my beautiful clients said to me uh, an old client she said oh you know it's so fucking refreshing hearing that even the sleep gurus have shit sleeps yeah like yeah it's not refreshing to me because this is the thing sleep isn't fucking linear Sleep is not, not one. It's not. it's not one size fits all. Babies it's not once it's good, it's they're good. Just, like fuck. No, they're normal. They're, not. they're normal yeah. people. And I think um, that that's so important to to let everyone know. Like, yeah, it's not always going to be good. And even when you do have a good yeah. sleeper, they're going to regress. This has just turned into a fucking sleep episode. But oh literally, God, another yeah. story for another day. Like, we'll have to touch on how. Literally, sleep deprivation gave me epilepsy. Well, not gave me epilepsy, wow. but it it fucking yeah, it sparked it up even more. Yeah. 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 So we'll need to talk about that another day. But for today, we have a really special guest who's really special and really close to my heart. I absolutely adore her and love her so much. And I've name- just fallen in love with her too. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. Oh, my God. So her name so is Sarah. She is a beautiful mindset um, coach and she helps – she's just she's She's freaking amazing unbelievable yeah she is and the way she talks and the way she comes across she's just so oh i love her to pieces (laughs) she's just doesn't she sound so like like she's got her shit together (laughs) totally yeah um she would literally be like i don't taylor don't say that (laughs) um but she is a dear friend of mine and i wanted to bring her on the podcast because she is an amazing human design coach i would say so she's just mm. recently studied human design so this chat is literally really eye opening if you don't know what human design is this is going to blow your mind but also if you do know what human design is sarah talks about it in such a breathtaking way that's really like awesome and it just it will set off some light bulb moments for you um and I really wanted to bring her into your space Katie because I know how much she helped me so I think she can definitely help you as well as you'll probably hear she really shook me yeah I was like yeah I couldn't believe it amazing she's amazing well let's get into that chat now all right oh my god okay so I have a very special guest today and I'm so excited to bring her into your life, Katie, because Sarah is such a dear friend of mine. She is literally, she came into my life probably about two years ago now and we've literally spoken every day since and she is just one of the most giving, caring, beautiful people that I know and honestly, she has helped me so much over the last two years. I know she has because I feel like when she came into your life, you told me all about how wonderful she was and you're like, yeah. don't worry, everything in life is fine because I have Sarah. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> just really the best. Helped us a lot along she's the way. honestly just the best. So Sarah, welcome to the pod. Guys, oh, far out. I'm like actually getting a little bit emotional over here. Like my eyes are welling up and oh. <laughs> So much. Like, honestly, I'm so, so grateful to be here. It is such an honor. And I just want to congratulate you girls on just how freaking awesome your potty is and everything that's happening in your world. So, yeah, celebrating you guys. Thank you so much. Um, For those of you who don't know, well, probably a lot of you won't know, (laughs) Sarah is a – I work with Sarah on – my other job, apart from sleep stuff, I am also a coach in a marketing program and Sarah is a coach alongside me, but Sarah is into all of the mindset amazingness that just 
blows your freaking mind. And she's recently studied in human design. So that's what we're going to be chatting about today. And when I tell you, oh my God, I am so (laughs) excited too. Because when I tell you, Katie, like when I first brought it up to you, you were like, what the fuck is human design? No idea. Yeah. And I'll get Sarah to kind of introduce it in a minute. But when I tell you that when Sarah introduced it to me, and like I kind of knew a bit about it before, but when she started delving into me and my chart and all of that stuff, honestly, all of these light bulbs went off. And when, Katie, when you and I decided to step away and do our own business and launch all of this stuff, Sarah Mm. was a huge catalyst in telling me that this is what I needed to do. Like this is what Mm. my soul was like, I needed to do this. And it was those affirmations that just blew my freaking mind. And it was all, it all stemmed from my human design chart, like literally mind-blowing. So Sarah, enough of me rambling on. Tell me and everybody what is human design in the most simplest terms that you can because I feel tell like- Tell me can... because I'm- Yeah, the tell Katie. Yeah, I literally thought when Taylor told me what she was, I thought she said radiator. So that's how much I know. So tell, tell me all about yes. it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Human design. And you know, I love talking to people about it who have never really heard about it before or don't know much about it or have just started dipping their toe in because mm. they're, they're the ones that come out more mind, mind-blowing, right? Um, there's so, so much to human design. And it's funny that you thought Taylor said that she was a radiator because she's actually a generator. That's the technical term, but the generator, when they are in there, like when they're generating this amazing energy and they're just doing things that light them up and following their desires, they do radiate this sparkly magnetic energy. You got it, Katie. You You got it. See, not only do I look like a radiator from what what a heat radiator, but I also am a actual radiator of light and goodness. Ah, the generator is the life force of the collective, really. And so we're gonna dive into this much more but just to um I guess just to start off with like a bit of an overview of what human design actually is and it may sound a bit woo but bear with me because it does focus a lot around like the soul and the universe and that kind of thing but then when you start to hear about your unique human design chart you're like holy shit I'm a believer sign me up like take my money you know so it's fucking mind-blowing like it's actual mind-blowing totally just how accurate yeah. it is. And like, Katie, this will be great because um, I've learned a lot about your chart. I've been diving into it in preparation for this chat. And because we don't know each other, I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's Yes. Yes. I wonder if it's going to resonate. I'm so excited. Yeah. And so, so, so exciting. So just to uh, explain what human design actually is, essentially it's like your soul's energetic blueprint right? So who it came here to be, what it came here to do, and what karmas and lessons it came here to work through in this lifetime. So your soul incarnates the body about three months before baby is born, right? So soul picks the body. And that is when, so that is when the soul incarnates the body, but then when the baby is born. So based on that birth time, uh, birth date and birth place, this defines your design. And while there are five uh, human design energetic types, every human design or every human's chart is different and unique to them. But we'll get into that in a minute. So Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say yesterday, so we were talking about it yesterday with our dear friend Jody. She's absolutely amazing. And she was telling me that she had 
like she's she knows a bit about human design she knows all that and she was telling me um after Katie I was like oh I'm a generator she was like I'm a generator too and then Jody was like can I guess what what we think Katie is and she guessed that Katie was a manifesting generator but I guess that Katie was a projector so tell me exactly what Katie is Katie is a projector. Oh, <laughs> yes. all right. Now, what it. the hell does that mean? Nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. <laughs> Katie, I know I'm a projector as well. And so I know a lot about oh. your type and it's such an interesting okay. one. Like this is, I guess, what I want to say as well about all of the different energy types. Like they all have their unique gifts and they all have their unique strategies and authorities, which we're going to dive into. And so when we become aware of you know, what our energetic blueprint is essentially doing and what it came here to, who it came here to be, what it came here to do. And then we start to align ourselves back to that energetic blueprint. Life starts to flow a lot easier. You can understand yourself a bit, a bit better. Yeah. Wow. I'm so excited to find out what the hell this means. <laughs> yeah. And so it's human design is also like the science of the aura as well. So you've probably heard of aura, right? Which is about three feet around you. And it's essentially how you use your energetic body to get you from, um, to get you where you're supposed to be in this life. But what tends to happen throughout the course of our life, through our upbringing, you know, our parents project all of their ideas about how we're supposed to do things and how we're supposed to live our life. And then we go to school and we're all taught the same thing. What happens is our aura that, you know, three feet around us tends to get a little bit cluttered with all of these beliefs and ideas and, you know, just um, strategies for how we're well, how society believes we're supposed to do things. But when we come back to our unique human design, we start to go, oh, okay, I can see why maybe that was a bit challenging for me or why I felt resistance in that area or why that doesn't feel right to me based. So yeah, what you've been taught, it might not feel right to you. And if you've always kind of had that sort of like intuitive knowing, it's probably because it's not in alignment with your design. It's so crazy that you mentioned that because this is when, so Katie, literally when you and I were twing and froing and we're having some like friction in what was going on in our our lives, lives, (laughs) everything really. um, I I was telling stuff to Sarah and Sarah was like, hang on a minute let me pull up your chart. And I was like, okay, whatever, like read my chart. And then (laughs) so she read it and she's like, Taylor, you are needing to do whatever you feel is a fuck yes. She's like, if it's not a fuck yes to you, it's a fuck no. She's like, and you are not, you are, you're not here for what, like what we were doing. She's like, you're not there for it. Your heart isn't in it. You're not wanting to do it. She's like, you need to fucking feel it in your soul in order to be happy. And as soon as we started doing things like the podcast and started doing things that were fun and creative and literally I, it didn't matter how busy I was, I was so fucking lit up that I was just so happy. And I was like, oh, my God, Sarah's so right. She is like the goddess of my life and you can rule my whole life now, Sarah. <laughs> I love it. And now look at you, you're radiating this sparkly energy and that's because you are the generator. And so your strategy is to, um, sorry, your authority is to make decisions based off that sacral gut feeling. So for you as the generator, it has to be this like visceral visceral body like hell yes otherwise it's probably a no so it's so important for you to listen out for that hell yes response and to trust that and you'll feel it like very viscerally it'll be in the body yeah 
But where it gets interesting for you, Tay, and um, our beautiful little Millie and Olive, they both have an emotional authority as well, which we'll get into in a moment. But this is where it starts to get interesting for the generator and the manifesting generator because this emotional authority will want to come in and make decisions and react based off emotion because you have that's me yeah which totally <laughs> makes sense because it's in your design but really it all comes like the buck stops for the generator and the manifesting generator to listen out for that gut hell yes otherwise it's a no so it's really important for you guys with this emotional authority to wait for those emotions to pass because all emotions are transient right just like the seasons and wait till you're back into this state of being cool calm and collected and then ask yourself the question right and then make the decision and listen out for that hell yes or hell no response mm. and you know what's so funny I feel like both of you have probably been on the on the uh the sharp end of some of my messages on my voice message <laughs> where I'm just I like fuck this shit fuck 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 and then the next like 10 minutes I'm like you know it is what it is and, <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> and, I'm, like, and I'm like look that's just me and like now I'm like okay cool that's fine I understand what I'm like now um but for so there's I know you mentioned there's five. So can you just briefly explain the others and then we'll dive into Katie being a projector a little bit yes, more? Yes, perfect. So I've pulled up all of your charts, right? So I've got Katie's chart, I've got Taylor's chart, I've got uh, Logan, Vans, Millie's and Olive's because oh, I wow. think I'm while I'm not a parent myself, I think it's so interesting to, well, for all of us to become aware of our unique human design and how we show up and how we best, you know, exchange energy in the world. Um, because essentially human design, we're like, it is, even though everyone's got a unique human design, we all do fit together like little puzzle pieces, right? So we are all here to work together. So I feel like from a parent perspective, it would be so interesting to learn about your child's human design and work with them a bit better <laughs> yeah understand yeah. them and also like celebrate them you know and encourage them with their unique strategies and their unique authorities which mm. you know it's so interesting I, I dove into like my parents chart and I'm like oh, okay I see maybe why we've Oh, yeah. You know, so, and this is the thing like, as parents, you just want to like teach your children everything that you think is best for them. But sometimes, if they, you know, if, if you're, um, say the projector who can really see things like the projector is this bird in the tree, like looking down on the, uh, the kingdom, seeing a more efficient way of doing things. And the projector's energy can be really intense and really penetrating, which is part of our power. But it's so important for us to wait for the invitation to be able to share those wisdoms and share the things that we can see. Because if we just swoop down to the generators and the manifesting generators and we're like, you're doing this wrong and you should be doing it like this, they're basically just going to turn around and be like, get fucked. Like, this is too yeah, much. Okay. So we have to wait for that invitation. But we'll definitely talk more about the mm -hmm. projector. So the five types, we've got manifestors, manifesting generators, generators, projectors, and reflectors. Now, generators mm -hmm. make up the most of the uh, population. Um, then we've got the See, basic bitch. I thought I was a basic bitch. When you told me that I was, you're like, there's 80% of the people are oh, generators. Wow, and I'm like, yeah, there's wild. a lot of fucking generators. So I'm like, oh, of course I'm just one of the, the you know, 
thousands, millions of generations. Absolutely not. And this is the thing. You guys are the life force for the collective. You have this generator, this ability to generate energy to raise like the vibration Mm. of the collective, right, which is why it's so important that you get into that sparkly magnetic energy zone because there's so many Mm -hmm. freaking burnt out generators in the world because they're not using their energy correctly. And so what the universe is going to do is it's going to be like, we're just going to take this energy from you, you know, because you're not using it um, to follow your desires. Therefore, you're not generating this sparkly or useful energy for everybody else. So we're going to burn you out until you kind of realize that you need to be following what actually lights you up. So Right. And I mean, we're just speaking, the types are more the general side of things because then we dive into everyone's Mm -hmm. chart. And so we've got unique profiles, we've got unique channels and all this other fun stuff and all of these centers defined or undefined. But we're just probably going to do like touch on the surface today because there really is so, so much. Um, Yeah. So we've got five main types. So um, as I mentioned, Tay is a generator. Uh, Logan, Van, and Millie are generators. Katie is a projector, and Olive is a manifesting generator. Oh, little babe! Little what manifesting babe. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll definitely. Um, I'll get to the manifesting generator and okay. more about all of the types in just a sec. But just to explain to anyone listening. Your energy type, so those different types I mentioned, is essentially your first entry point to discovering what your design is. It's kind of like your star sign. Um, So it's the first thing that identifies you as to who you are. And your energy type tells you how you're supposed to be exchanging energy with the world around you. Um, So we'll open up way more flow in our lives when we're using the energy correctly and, you know, following the things Mm -hmm. that are meant for us. But when we use our energy incorrectly, we may experience that resistance and those challenges. So, um, and it may feel like you're putting so much energy into something and not getting much back. So if that is happening for you in your life, like they're the areas to look at and go, okay, uh, I'm feeling this challenge here. I'm feeling resistance. I feel like I'm putting so much out, getting nothing in return. Perhaps this isn't in alignment with my design. Perhaps this is not a correct use of my energy. I feel like this is about to be so eye-opening for me. Oh, my God, Katie, your actual mind <laughs> is going to be I'm such a blown. block in my life right now and I feel like this is just going to be like, ah, yeah. the heavens opening up for me. Yes. So <laughs> what I like to say about human design as well on that note is it's almost like a license to be yourself. It's like the permission to be like, hey, you know all that resistance and where you felt like, you know, your energy was being drained in your life, like, fuck it all off right it's also we're allowed to swear on this podcast right oh my god swear scream do whatever the fuck (laughs) you want yeah it's like this permission slip to be like no that's not energetically correct for you that is not aligned with your soul's blueprint it's no wonder you're feeling this way and this would be a better use Mm. of your energy so that's why I love like sharing this information with people because they're just like oh that explains so much about why I've always felt this way and why um, why I'm drawn to this and why I'm not drawn to this. It's mm. so, so empowering in that sense. Um, so all of the types have different strategies and authorities, which, um, you know, like I said, there's so much uniqueness in all everyone's individual chart. But if you could just nail mm. the strategy and nail your authority, 
you're going to be on a good trajectory. You're going to be on a good path. So if you take anything away from this chat today, focus on your strategy and focus on your authority and just start showing up and exchanging energy based on those. Is Katie taking notes? Katie's taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) Even though this is going to be a podcast and you're going to listen back to it later, but you know, (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. So your energy type strategy is the way in which you maximize the way you attract synchronicities, the way you attract flow, the way you attract, you know, blessings in your lifetime. And the theory is that everything you desire as a soul is not a coincidence, right? It's almost like okay. it's up here in this. So remember, we mentioned the aura being three feet around us. So it's almost like mm. everything you already desire, all of those that are like, oh, I feel lit up by that or, oh, I want to, you know, learn more about that. All of those little urges and pushes and pulls, imagine that those things are already yours and they're kind of just up here in a holding pattern, like in a net. And until you basically choose them or until you create space in that three feet around you, that aura for it to actually drop down. Um, it's probably not going to drop down. So that's why it's so important through this human design process is to one, become aware of your design and then to start to recondition anything that you've picked up throughout your life that isn't in alignment with your design. Because all of that is essentially just clutter. It's just conditioning, taking up space in your aura, and it's basically stopping anything that you are wanting to call in that is already yours from dropping in. So everything you're attracted to, your likes, your preferences, they're all built within you because your soul has already chose those things. So if you just follow that light and those desires, that is your gift, right? And um, there's either something in there for you to discover, to master, or to learn so you can share it with others. Because remember, we're all working together like little puzzle pieces. So, you know, when I say karmas and lessons in this lifetime, like perhaps you're meant to learn something and then share that wisdom and that knowledge with the people around you. So okay. are you going to dive in, dive into Katie's first? Yes. Okay. Before we do, um, so strategies for the generator and the manifesting generator is to respond. So essentially the universe is just going to present to you all of these different opportunities. And all you have to do is just respond to them with that hell yes or no. And for the generators, I like to like imagine you're like a um, the universe is your personal shopper and let's say you're wanting to put it out there that you want a new pair of jeans like it's great to give the universe uh, ideas around what it is that you want you can essentially just walk into the department store and be like all right universe I want a you know sexy pair of jeans and all you have to do is the generator is just go to the change room and the universe is just going to present to you all these different jean options And then you just have to try them on and go, is it a hell yes or is it a no? So that's just an analogy for the universe, giving you all these opportunities as the generator. So the generator is less about going out and looking for the opportunities, but being presented them. Same. (laughs) I know. Sounds great. (laughs) Yes. Well, I I welcome (laughs) all of the opportunities, please. And I will say yes, fuck yes or fuck yes, no. Yes, exactly. So even though you said, you know, being a generator is a basic bitch, it's like, no, all you have to do is sit back and just wait for the universe to hand it all to you on the phone and you just step to the side. And that's the same for the many gens as well, but their energy is a little bit different because they've got two energies inside of them. They've got 
the manifesting energy and the uh, generator energy. So their energy is moving like quite fast. In fact, their energy is the fastest out of all the types. And so they just get these instant urges to like go follow something. So same thing, the you know, opportunity for a desire is going to drop in from the universe and they'll be like, yep, I want it. And they'll go follow it. And it's very typical for a Manny Gen to change their mind often. Oh, so they're impulsive. Great. That's oh, my God. I, like them. literally Katie messaged me yesterday and said, Olive keeps screaming at me and she keeps. <laughs> I'm like, what she's going to be a wild one. And yeah. there you go. Yeah. And there you go. She's just all of a sudden got this urge to be her own person. She knows what she wants, man. Yes. She knows. And if she doesn't get it in that instant, it's all over. And she's only six <laughs> months old and she's giving off those vibes. I swear to God, I was saying it's <laughs> What did you say yesterday? She's growling at me. <laughs> she's growling she really at me. Oh, Manny Jen of her. So, great. so Manny Jen. And also. <laughs> This emotional authority as well, which is her instant urge and impulsiveness is one of is gonna be to react, right? So she's either gonna react with excitement towards something she's like, Yeah, I want that, or it's gonna be like, fuck no, I do not want that. That person's this, you know? So it's important for her as she's growing up, and this is the thing you can teach her this, like now you know, is that she just waits yeah. to those emotions are cool, calm and collected, so she can listen out for that hell yes to those little instant urges because yes it's you know energetically correct for the many gen to follow all of those urges and they'll probably get over things really quickly and their conditioning that they have to work through because what are we taught throughout our life it's once you start something you've got to finish it Gotta finish it, yeah. See, she's gonna be the one that picks up like trumpet and baseball and she dumps them off. <laughs> uh-huh. gonna cost me and then she then she'll end up being like a Formula One ride, racer yeah. or something literally, like that. Literally, literally. <laughs> so my, one of my friends, she's a Manny Jet yeah. and she has the emotional authority as well. And one day she was like, Okay, I think I'm gonna do jujitsu. I'm like, What the fuck? I've never Talk about jujitsu. The next week it's Pilates. The next week it's you know going to Thailand to be a yoga teacher. And I'm like, do you know what? At first I was like, I I can't keep up. Then I'm like, do you know what? This is your manager. Like, cool, you do it. You follow all of those urges, babe. Because they're also known as the multi passionate people, and they are actually here to show the collective that there's no one linear way of doing things. There's no like start and follow that path. Um, so they are here to teach us that we can be a little bit more all over the place, a little bit more multi-passionate and just a bit more spontaneous. And that is a a good thing. So try to keep that bit in mind. (laughs) (laughs) When she's being, when she's pushing all of your buttons and wanting to do 50 billion things at once. So Katie, as the projector, your strategy is being invited, which I touched on before. So like I said, the um, the projectors we're up here and they're like birds in the tree, looking down on the kingdom, and we just we just kind of know things, right? The projector just knows things, and also you've got a splenic authority. So splenic is very instinctual as well. So you might find that oh, I, I don't know why I know that, but I just know it, and it's always <laughs> <laughs> and you know if you hear that little like you know, instinctual voice and you don't follow it, you're always 
the universe Mm. is like, I told you, because this is the thing about the spleen and having that instinct, it's only going to speak once. So unlike Taylor, who can be like, is it a hell yes and wait for that hell, you know, um, hell yes response, the spleen speaks very instinctually and it's just like, yes, no, and you've just got to be so in tune with it to listen out for that. So that is uh, your authority. Sorry, now I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but your spleen is your authority. So that is essentially how you make decisions. So those little knowings, those little intuitions, listen to them, trust them. And like, I'm the same. And I've always, you know, people will question like, why do you know that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't really tell you, but I just have this instinct that it's this. And I know based off experience and like reflecting on my life, when I don't follow that, I'm always proven that, that initial. Oh my God. Right. And people will challenge you and they'll ask for evidence and blah, blah, blah. But just really Mm. um, practice getting in tune with that intuition and just trying it out. Even try it with like small little things. It's like, hmm, should I have a, should I have eggs for breakfast and like listen out for that, you know? So you can get really build that muscle up. Um, and also because you as the projector, Katie, so we don't have that gut defined. So we don't, we also don't generate our own energy. So we do rely on the generators and the manifest manifesting generators in the world to give us that energy. So that's why we pick up and absorb energy so easily as well. So you might find if I'm around someone and I just don't like the energy, I don't know, like what I'm feeling, then trust that. Okay. Because we don't, we don't generate our own sacral energy. And so we rely on the sparkly manifesting generators and generators. I was going to say I'm quite the opposite with a positive energy too. I'm like, this is, feels fucking good. This feels yes. good. Let's go. Let's do this. Yes. Yeah. And also yeah. you are a non-emotional, which, okay, bear with me. I'm a non-emotional. You're a bit of a bitch, Katie. <laughs> I'm a massive bitch. <laughs> Guys, this is why we all get along. Like, this is why, look, we are such good pairs. This is why I'm such good friends with you, Katie, and such good friends with Sarah. Like, we yeah. just... We need each other. Exactly. We all fit together like puzzle pieces, right? And this is the same in any relationship in our life or even business relationships. So any relationship, what someone might have in their chart, like, and you don't have that, that's great. That's an awesome match because you guys are going to fit together so well, right? And same, um, yeah, so we're here to like basically raise each other up where we don't raise ourselves up. Mm. yeah Mm. yes yeah that's really cool I think like even just a lot of it's making sense as to why Taylor and I gel so well especially in business and how we complement each other heaps and like so quickly like you and I it Mm. was actually very similar to Sarah and I like literally clicked and then all of a sudden it was like right we were just this was it like we were just close and we were going to be close and that was it like we just had that kind Mm. of connection straight away so it's like so crazy to hear that it's like, okay, no. But also you swoop in and vibe when you know that I'm like somewhere not and you're like even before I even know it, you're there like boosting me up and I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't know I needed that, but thanks. <laughs> I got <laughs> you. I'll again. carry you, girl. I got you. Fluffed <laughs> up again. Oh, I, love I love that. That's so cool. Mm. And so mm. with the projectors not generating their own energy typically, our mm. output, so when the projector kind of, goes away and is by themselves at the end of the day, we 
like it's not to say that we don't feel things because this is where the non-emotional gets really fucking confusing because you're like, Mm. no, I feel emotions. I feel them massively, right? But it's because that center is open. So you're picking up on the emotions of other people around you from the exchanges you've had throughout your day. And so what might Mm. feel like a two out of 10 emotion for Taylor could to you or I feel like a fucking 10 and we're like I don't know why I'm so like this right now you know and the non-emotionals job like we're known as the empaths right and so how we fit together so you've got about 50 50 so 50 percent of the population is non-emotional 50 percent is emotional and so the non-emotionals are here to act as like a mirror to reflect back to the emotionals what their emotions are so they can make yeah. sense of them. So if Taylor's like a two out of 10 angry and then, you know, or say Ty- Taylor's a two out of 10 excited, right? Let's focus on like the positive. <laughs> she can be both. You never know yeah. what hour it's going to give. <laughs> I'm also a feisty Gemini, so you get both anyway. <laughs> yeah. and so what you were saying before, Katie, around like, um, you know, how it works with excitement. If someone's excited, you're like, yeah, I'm excited now too. Like I'm ready to go. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah. Because that yeah. Uh, emotional center view is undefined. So you're like picking up on this. this I really emotion. do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I can go from like zero to like, if I am just feeling nothing, my sister will call me and whatever vibe she's in, it will reflect and I will be that instantly even if I'm not even mad even if she's not that mad she will get me mad about whatever topic <laughs> she's just brought into the conversation and then I end up getting off the phone and being like fucking hell and she just goes about it day throwing stuff That's around daily do you know what is so funny though is because we have always said Katie from day one that you are a massive empath like I could tell Katie a story and she'll start crying and I'm like fuck mate yeah. I'm just telling you a story and she's like yeah <laughs> and it's not even a big story yeah and she's like over there bawling her eyes out and yeah. it's just because you pick up on all of the emotion yeah mm, that's this is so yeah crazy. we're not yeah. even like I'm this shook. is just generally kind of speaking as well about the type. yeah so I actually just want to I don't know how we're going for time. Like there's so much guys and this could be like a three-day podcast because there really is so <laughs> much. But um, maybe I'll just dive down because we've pretty much touched on the types, right? And we've touched on, so I guess, yeah, Katie, with like the authority, um, sorry, the strat- the strategy, just being being aware of when it's the right time to share your wisdoms and the right time to share your knowings because you do know things and also how you go about it. So, for example, in terms of like marketing, right, this this is where human design is so helpful as well. So I know for myself as the projector, rather than like, hey, guys, you need my offering, you need this, blah, 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 it's amazing. I'm like, would you like to learn more about my offer? You know, asking for that invitation rather than just swooping down. So also a cool little example is if you imagine like two generators or say a manifesting generator and a generator trying to unpack this IKEA furniture and they're unpacking all the bits and they're not quite getting anywhere with it. The projector walks in the room and they can see a more efficient way of doing things. Don't. I'm the best at IKEA <laughs> furniture. <laughs> Because you're a projector, <laughs> but see, and I'm just, I'm just like, fuck this shit. Someone else Sarah, can do, do you it. Like, I don't love it. Do you like that? <laughs> oh, but Sarah is a very organized person. So if you look at the organization okay. side of stuff, yeah. Sarah time blocks her day to a fucking T, and yeah. is like this, okay. this, and this. And I'm like, I just will do what I want when I want. 
Yeah, yeah but that's it. where the, the profiles come into it as well, which we'll touch on in a minute. But I guess um, with the IKEA furniture, what I was getting at is um, the projector might see a more efficient way that it's like, hey, guys, have you looked at the instructions? And then the generators will just turn around and go, how dare you? Like that was so rude because we weren't invited to share our wisdom, to share our knowing. But if the generators are struggling with the IKEA unpacking and building of the furniture and then the projector walks in the room and they go, hey, can you like, can you help us out with this? Like, do you know how we might? I'm really bad at that. I correct people's grammar and shit and it's really, and I always say to Taylor, I'm like, fuck, I'm sorry. I'm correcting the way that you pronounce that. I'm really sorry. I know I sound like an asshole. <laughs> you don't though. You don't. But and like I'm, I'm open. I hated to it. it about myself. Oh my I god, don't. Because I hear myself and I'm like, <laughs> I remember when we first launched our Instagram page, and I'm like, our Instagram page is live, and I was so excited. And Katie goes, I've just gone and edited the bio. It just needed some grammar <laughs> changes. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. Thanks so much for that. <laughs> I don't care. I really don't care because I know my grammar and spelling is shit house. <laughs> yeah, but I know that I need to be, like you said, switched on as to when it is okay to do and say things that I do and say because I'm fucking annoying at, at that sort of stuff. I know it. <laughs> I'll just always ask you now for help and then you feel comfortable to do it. <laughs> it's also your gift, Katie, you know, because you can see those things and that's like how you guys, like that was a perfect example of how you guys like match together so well. But it's just mm. having that awareness around because the projector energy is can be quite intense and I've been told yeah. so many times that I am triggering, right, because I'm like, hey, like do it like this because, you know, my conditioning has also told me to go for things but now I've learned about my design I'm like, all right, I'm just going to sit back and wait for the invitation or I'm going to be strategic about how I ask for the invitation because I can see that what I can see is going to help this person Um, but it's just about waiting for that invitation. And, of course, because you and Taylor are, are in this dynamic together, there is also this sort of unconscious understanding that the invitation is already there. So with mm. friends, business partners. In the wor- in the working situation, yes, but there's some times that I pull myself up and I'm like, you don't need to fucking say it. You don't need to fucking say it. Oh, I've said it. <laughs> I've already edited the bio. <laughs> oh, that's it's so funny. Well, Sarah, dive more into Katie's chat. Let's blow her fucking mind. So literally just, I don't even know how it right. works, but just blow her mind about herself (laughs) yeah okay so what I really want to focus on is your profile so Katie is a three six profile so again we can all fit into these five energy types but then you've also got a profile which you know gives you a a difference to like say me as a splenic projector Katie so you're a three six and the three six is the martyr and the role model right so there's kind of like two parts to us there's the part we're conscious of and the part we're not so conscious of but more about how the world sees us so with the three So the martyr and the role model, this type is also known as the living contrast. And that's because the three wants this trial and error process. It wants to learn life through experience. It wants like go out and do it, you know, maybe fall down a few times, get back up. And that's how you learn. So that is energetically correct for you. So as opposed to 
you know, learning through books or like academia and that kind of thing, it is more energetically correct for your profile type to go out, live life, you know, and that's how you learn the lessons and the wisdoms, which you can then share to the world. So trial and error, living and life can feel like a bit of a fucking roller coaster as a three, right? But now that you have this awareness, that is okay. And it's really about accepting that. It's like life might, my life might feel a bit chaotic. It might feel a bit messy. It might feel like it's a bit all over the place, but it is energetically correct for me because I have this three where I learn through that trial and error and through experience. And then you've got the six, which wants to kind of settle down, be a bit more of a role model, um, find a soulmate, kind of do life a little bit more by the book. So this is where you might feel this push and pull because you've got the three that wants to be out there, like doing all the things, living life to the fullest, adventure, woo. And then you've got the six who's like, no, actually, I want to be this role model. I want to find my soulmate. I want to be more of an authority. And so see how those kind of energies, they may not appear like they match, but they do. They're both parts of you. And so you have to accept that both of them are part of you. And some days you might feel like being the three, other days you might feel like being the six, be both. Okay. How? How the hell do I be both and they're so conflicting though? I'm at a point right now where I'm being conflicted by them. You're literally like... Fuck this shit. I'm getting rid of the kids. I'm flying to Bali and I'm never coming back. <laughs> then you're like, okay, right, I've, I've got to go do bedtime routine. I'm going to go buy milk. Yeah. And, and based on something you were saying like off air before we hit record, I was like, oh, I cannot wait to dive into your profile because oh I God. think it's all going to make so much sense. And so the big thing about um, the three six profile as well, so how the three – well, how the six works is basically before the age of 30. So before you go through your first Saturn return, that six can operate like a three. So perhaps like the first 30 years of your life was very much about this like adventure, trial and error experiences. But then when your Saturn return came around, around the age of like 29, 30, that's when your second three became a six. And it's like, actually, now I'm ready to find my person. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, the first 30 years of your life can feel like you have that double three, you know, experimenting ups and downs, roller coaster, learning through experiences. You need a lot of space as well, even if you appear like you've all, you've got it all together. So that three wants to learn through trial and error. Like I said, and the six is like, how can I turn this into wisdom? How do I take care of my family better? And being conscious of not letting thoughts like, how do I get um, love when my life is so messy kind of thing or striving for perfection? Those kind of things might want to creep in for you because you've got that push-pull. But really for you, it's just about um, acceptance that's going to be a huge practice for you. Remembering that this is um, what you're here to show the rest of the world to do. So you can share more. Mm. It's actually would be beneficial for you to share more about how to be a bit chaotic. It's like, yeah, I get there through being chaotic. That's me, you know, and being super forgiving on yourself for like the little mistakes or reframing it as a wisdom that, um, you know, you've learned through and that's what you're here to share. And that's part of what you're here to do. Mm. How is that landing? I'm so curious. Yeah, like I'm a bit shook, if I'm honest. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like you've just watched my life in a sped up movie and you're just talking about it. Isn't it crazy? And like she doesn't even know who the heck you are. Katie. No, I mean, she knows you through me because literally I talk about you 24 seven, but mm-hmm. literally she knows nothing about you. Yeah, it's why that's wild. It's crazy. It's so cool. And this is what I love about human design, right? Because it literally, it's always on point. It's always on point. Like there really is a science behind it. And it's just purely based off what your soul freaking wants to do in this lifetime. And so, Taylor, I really want to talk about your profile as well because I, as I do know you and even just some of the ways, like some of the things you've said throughout this episode, I'm like, oh, this is so your profile coming through, so your profile, and you'll hear why in a second. So you have a 4-6 profile, which is the opportunist and the role model. So you've got that 6, which is the role model as well. So like I said, um, to Katie, you know, before the age of 30, before that first Saturn return, that three might feel very much like trial and error, very much like learning through experience um, before, which is energetically correct. So you can learn the wisdoms to then step into your role model authority after the age of 30. So the four, right. And also four sixes. So these are the people who live for their family live for people, live for their close friends, live for their community, right? And being influential in their groups. So you're the one connecting everyone and, you know, um, kind of everything. And this might sound like a negative thing, but it's not at all. It's like everything needs to revolve around you, right? That is energetically correct. That is in alignment with your blueprint. It's like, hey, I'm here. I'm bringing everyone together. But sometimes where the conditioning bullshit might come in is like, no, I don't want this attention. No, stop giving me attention. Stop giving me attention. I don't want it to be about me. But it's like, no, you're actually here to be that person that people want to come to and, you know, look to, to bring everyone together because you have this like regal air. Four six is also known as the regal authority figure. So you have this regal air because um, you usually are the center of your community. And like I said, you love people. It gives you life being close to people and everything in your life is about people and people's influence on you and your influence on other people. Um, so being the four, it's all about creating these opportunities within your network. So the four works really well within inside their community. If you had a five, it's a bit more about being outside of the network, right? So, okay. Um, but for the four, it makes sense for you to be inside of the network. That's how you create these opportunities where, but the thing with the four as well is it's very much coming from the head, the head space, right? So just keep that in uh-huh. mind. Whereas the six is all about coming from the heart. So that's where, you know, the loving of people and wanting to find your soulmate side comes in. And this want to trust people, I want to love people and I want to be near my people. That's all coming from the heart. So this means as well that you can experience a bit of a push-pull between the heart and the head. So the wisdom that you've come here to teach us is that you master life when you make the head and heart work together, okay? So you're going to get things coming into the head. Oh, that's the fucking hardest thing to do. (laughs) But that's what you're here to do. Nobody knows how to master that what you're here to learn that's part of like the calm but you know what's so funny well it's just so hard and like 
One of the things, like one of the biggest things that I always spoke to you, Sarah, about before I started, like before Katie and I started the podcast, even like even before we started Two Mum Sleep Co, like I said to you all the time, I'm like, this is what I need to be doing. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. But who wants to listen to me do that? Who wants to, who actually gives a shit? Nobody does. Like nobody cares. But then when I put it out into the universe and when I put it on social media and when I did that, so many people would come back and be like, this is amazing. Well done. Like, this is so good. Like, I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. But I would just be like, okay. And that's when it's like, okay, I actually stepped into the power to do it. But before that, I'm like, fuck, no one's going to want to care. Right? Like, it's just insane. And that's like such a big thing I've battled for so long is head and heart. Yeah. And that's part (laughs) of your lessons in this lifetime. And the fact that you have, you know, you're already learning the lesson is means you're already more in alignment and that's why you're being um, received. That's why you're receiving the feedback that you are. That's why you are in this sparkly magnetic energy at the moment. It's like the universe came down because as the generator, maybe you're going to be handed all of these little opportunities. You have to sit back and it's like, hey, do you want to do a podcast? Hey, do you want to have your own business? Hey, do you want to do this? And you're feeling that hell yes desire towards them, but then you're conditioning bullshit right which is cluttering the aura is like no who are you to do that who are you to do that so then you're holding yourself back from it and rejecting that desire rejecting that offering right which is keeping you um in I guess not in the best use of your energy where you're going to feel challenge resistant maybe a bit burnt out and then look what happened as soon as you chose it as soon as you started following your desires boom Universe is like yes, yes, yes. Do you know who my Do you know who my universe is? It's Katie. All right, let's start a podcast. I bought a microphone. Okay, cool. I'm <laughs> like, let's start our own business. I'm like fuck, 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 man. Katie's my bloody universe. <laughs> yeah, amazing, amazing, and also like with your four as well because you guys are in a community so together. Um, it's you can have that exchange right like you love Katie you trust Katie because you're all about people with the four six profile so you're going to feel trusting to you know follow that with her which is amazing um so so does that mean so if we're both sixes will we clash no or will we get like or does that get along absolutely it means you have this understanding right this understanding because it's like hey yeah I I'm going through that too I I feel that too I experience that too and um also because so Katie you've already been so you've already been your six right yeah I'm 33 yeah Yeah. I think amazing we found that out on the first book yeah (laughs) <laughs> I thought I was 34 for a while. <laughs> and so take it could be like, oh, how is Katie doing her six? Because she's already in her six. I know when I get to my sudden return, I'm going to be in my six. Right. You know, but right now you're okay. kind of still in your three, learning through experience, life experience. Okay. All right. So I've got a bit of learning to do. Great. But yeah. Really the biggest things you need to know, um, because something else like that might want to come in for the four six is you might want to cut people off because you're kind of stuck between the head and the heart. You might label someone as bad before they can reject you, right? Because you might want to cut people off quickly rather than going, okay, actually I'm being triggered, um, 
here around my fear of rejection. (laughs) And that's because people mean everything to you. So that's the thing that's going to hurt you the most is rejection. So, oh my God, Sarah, what did I literally voice message you about today? Oh my God. Oh my God. Like I literally vent to both of you about my whole life struggles. And that is just like, Oh my God. It's like one of the things I vent about the most. (laughs) And how pissed off I am with everyone else. Yeah. (laughs) It makes so much sense because then when I dove into your chat, I'm like, Oh wow. This is so you. So really the things you just need to know as a four, six is don't be so judgmental of people. Open your heart, (laughs) open your heart. And remember it's not, it's not, you're not being judgmental because it's a bad thing. That is, because you love people so much and because you want to trust them, it's like, okay, I know if I get rejected, it's going to hurt so much. So, you know what, I'm going to write that person off before they can write me off. But it's just like, hey, do you know what, just just practice trusting a little bit and practice, um, it's like, okay, I'm going to trust this person, kind of give them a, the benefit of the doubt. And if I'm proven wrong, that's okay. That is okay. It doesn't mean everybody is not trustworthy. And that was a lesson Mm. with that particular person. And what you will learn as well is like the first 30 years, um, you know, might mean you want to close down your heart because of this fear of failure or fear of rejection. The first 30 years just means like you might want to close down your heart, but what you're going to learn through that process is, and when you get to that 30 point is like, do you know what? I don't have to give my energy and trust and love to everybody. The people who deserve it, the people, you know, who are worthy of my love and my trust will be in my space. Right. And even if I did give someone the benefit of the doubt, that is okay. That's a beautiful aspect of my profile. And I just learn about that person from that experience. And so I'm definitely in that season Mm. at the moment. Like I'm definitely like, Mm. watching and I'm like holding myself back and I'm like okay that's how you want to act towards me I'm very observant now of what is going on yeah yeah Yeah, I've been through that I've and that was like my late 30s I think around 28 I cut a lot of people off because I sat down and I, I, I allowed them the opportunity to show me if they had a place and they uh I would literally say like 70% yeah. of my life. And that's like I the people pl- the people pleaser in me is like, no, don't be such an idiot. Reach out to them, reach out to them. But it's also like, you know what? No, no. Just sit back and see what happens and then mm-hmm. let's be like, okay, fuck you later. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. see ya. <laughs> be a witness, not a judge. But I also kind of mm-hmm. want to be a bitch and be a judge. Of course you do because, like, that's your protective mechanism coming in, right, based off your profile. But yeah. Part of, like, your lesson and what to practice is just, like, okay, cool. Like, I'm just going to observe. I am going to give love. Like, absolutely, keep bringing your community together. Keep giving the love. Keep wanting to trust people. Yeah. Like, you are a people person, right, that gives you freedom mm-hmm. life. So keep doing that and then any you'll learn along the way, okay, that person does not need or deserve my energy anymore. It's definitely that. I'm, I'm in that season. I'm ready to call. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> and so they are your profiles. And I also dove into your, like both of your gifts, um, which I would love to share. How are we going? When you say gifts, okay, so define <laughs> a gift. Do you mean like a gift as in a present or a gift as in what you're good at? A present. <laughs> a present? Actually, are you joking? <laughs> Sarah, <I'm down. laughs> Maybe the projector gets me. (laughs) Guys, we just fucking love it that Taylor's here to bring everyone together. I just need to know. Tell me yes or no. (laughs) 
Like, guys, everybody, do you know what? The next couple of days, you, you guys are going to be showing up in your life going, oh, my God, that's that's my profile, that's my strategy, yes. that's my authority. Like, yes. And then when all that's telling you yeah. about your gifts, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> Oh, my God, tell us. Go. Okay, go. Yes. All right, I'll start oh, with so Katie. Excited. So, Katie, you've got um, – and also anyone looking at their human design chart, right, if you have – so those big kind of shapes, they are what we call centers. And then in between, there's these lines that are connecting the centers. And if um, there is a line that's colored in between two centers, that's what we call a channel, which essentially is here to, is a, is a gift, right? That's where you are like, I am freaking showing up in this energy. Like, this is who I am. And this is what I need to know about this in order to use it to the best of its ability. Yeah. So Katie has a channel 58 to 18. So 58 is the pressure to perfect. And then the 18 is uh, fear of authority. Now, essentially, um, also, if you've got half of that channel filled in, that's what we call a gate. So let's say Katie just had like the 58 colored in, then, you know, we'd just be looking at the pressure to perfect part. Um, but when we have like the two gates coming together to form a channel, it's almost like one plus one equals three. So those two things mean something on their own, but when they come together, they might mm. mean something completely new. So 58, the pressure to perfect. And this is the thing about, I just want to quickly touch on this for anyone listening. It's like with the terminology and information around human design, it doesn't always mean what it sounds like it means. So pr- pressure to perfect, that might sound like, the pressure to be perfect, right? But that's not what it means. So just like the non-emotional, it's like I had a, a client be like, how can I not be, how can I be a non-emotional? Like what the fuck? I'm so emotional. And I'm like, yeah, it's just the terminologies. So the 58, the mm. pressure to perfect, um, like I said, not necessarily typically speaking, it's more feeling a pressure to make things better, to improve things, right? So you can see how, especially as a projector, it's like you can see how a more efficient way of doing things, you can um, see a, yeah, a better way of doing things. And so you feel this kind of pressure because this is coming out of your root pressure center to make things better, to improve things, right? Which is a real, real gift. And so you might feel this sense of pressure to want to make things better, but because you have that 18, which is the fear of authority, it's like, how can I be, um, how can I get to be a better version of myself? right? So that's that part that's coming in. And also when we use the word fear in human design, again, it doesn't mean like it can come through as fear, but that's if it's not being used correctly. So if you use, if you're buying into that fear, then you're going to feel that fear. But if you're using that energy as a gift, that fear pressure energy actually becomes intuitive and almost like a sixth sense, right? So basically um, mm. this channel is, it's the sense of how can things be better and how can I get to be a better authority in my life? And with these two things combined, it means you can spot what needs correcting, which is a real power. And then another, that's why she corrects my grammar all the time. Well, yeah. she, <laughs> she spots the change. She's like, I need to change it. I need to change it now. <laughs> Exactly. And so then, you know, knowing that, and it's like, and that is one of her gifts, right? One of her powers. And then knowing your um, strategy around being invited to share your wisdoms, like, Katie, for you, because now you know that's a gift, that's something you are, you can help people with, is spotting a way for things or spotting a way for things to be better. Um, and then just waiting for that invitation to be invited because you're the projector 
and you're going to freaking thrive. How do you how do you personally as a projector wait to be invited? Okay, awesome question because this is where it gets a little bit confusing because it's like does that mean I have to literally just sit at home and wait for these invitations to fly in like through the mailbox? But there's mm. certain types of invitations that we need to work um, to wait for, right? So things that you don't need to wait for in terms of the invitation, anything that doesn't involve you sharing your gifts with other people. Um, actually, that's not correct. So, how would she ask? <laughs> so say so. Okay, so say I. <laughs> Okay, let's go back to the bio. Let's use the bio as an example, okay? And I posted the bio. How would Katie then say to me without, would it be if I was to come back and say, hey, can you have a look at the bio or should she just secretly change it and just get on with her day? So (laughs) the way that I guess like it's just about being kind of strategic. So it's just like, I, it could be like, I'm curious, like, did you notice? Like, it's sort of just like putting a little bit of like fluffiness at the start of the question, right? So that, but there's all different types of invitations. So let's say, for example, you're having a conversation with someone and you're trying to like, because this is the thing about the projector, like our brains just have to work so quickly. It's like we're having a conversation with someone, you, you're you getting a download through where you're like, I, I know a better way or I know some advice that would be so beneficial for you, but I haven't been directly asked to share my wisdom yet. So essentially that's, they're the invitations that you need to wait for, opportunities to share your wisdom. So in your mind, you're having a conversation, just kind of read while still listening like this is the thing where it just yeah because like a computer it's like are they interested do they yeah. recognize that I have some kind of contribution here are they interested in this contribution right getting a little bit of a read before just like going in for it um or just like starting like framing the question at the mm. beginning in a way that's a little bit less intrusive a little bit like oh this it's just like or even asking them questions yeah, okay. I'm curious about this thing that you mentioned, right? And like get them to talk about it a little bit more and then they're going to be like, yeah, it's probably going to. to See, that kind of makes me laugh because if you Mm. came up to me, Katie, and we're like, I'm curious, do you know how to spell? we're different. And I'd be like, get fucked. (laughs) Our situation's different because I could literally be like, Taylor, you fucking idiot. (laughs) You could. And I'd be like, fine, whatever. (laughs) One thing that I've noticed in the last like few years is that when people are conversing with me, I find common ground with them to be like, oh my gosh, I know a similar story that's happened to me. And I've had to stop that completely. And I have found since I have stopped that, I've been a better listener and better at conversation with people. And I think people are more comfortable talking to me and conversing with me than before when I'd be like, because it sounded like I was trying to one-up them in a conversation and I've been in conversations with people like that and it's yuck. I hate it. Um, and it wasn't until I saw, I think, some sort of video online or something where it was pointed out and I was like, oh, I do that. <laughs> so I've fully stopped doing that now and being aware of that is 
it's really yes, helped me. Exactly. So. And that's amazing mm. because at first for the projector, like one of the things for the projector is they just want to be seen. They just want to be understood. They mm. just want to be heard, right? So sometimes the projector feels a little bit like irrelevant, you know, because, well, no one's freaking inviting me because like my energy is just so penetrating and triggering sometimes but I just want to be seen because I have so much wisdom to share. So the best way to get people to recognize you is to recognize yourself. So if you're not getting these invitations, it could be a sign that, you know, what you're putting out is not aligned with your innate gifts, right? And and this goes to show, like, I feel with what you guys are doing at the moment, like the way you're showing up, the way you're also the projector, you can be a hero of knowledge. So another way to get, um, to get an invitation is kind of just showing up and just like sharing um, knowledge, not telling people what to do, but it's like, Hey, like I experienced um, this or kind of being an example or like, Oh, like, you know, I've learned that this is a really productive way of doing things. Would you like to know more? And again, people appreciate that so much. more. Uh, This is even mind blowing because that I'm triggered by what you're saying of what my profile does and is because I just I swear to god I used to be in conversations like group conversations and people just not wouldn't take me seriously but didn't give a fuck what I was saying probably because I was like you know what I mean and now that I'm mindful of that and I shut up people are actually asking and going oh what are your thoughts on that or actually people really respect my opinion and my thoughts on things so Maybe I've already actually navigated that before I even knew it was a thing. And you know what's super interesting too, Katie? Like the business also has its own, um, its own chart. Like the business, yeah. So like Sarah can like look at the business, and then you can relate it back to like exactly like Sarah said at the beginning, like your marketing and how you should be talking to your customers and how yeah. And it's like full blown like. What, from like where it started yeah, and when you, it started? Yeah, so we could go from like the day that we launch or the day we, whatever That's we insane. wanted to do. Yeah, and then it's like your whole business can have like a blueprint and a structure to it too. Which like even like with that, like what Sarah just said about you, it's the same like when we do like, when you talk about stuff on Two Mums Sleep Co, like people want to know more when you're just sharing your life Mm, people are like mm. katie obsessed with katie because you're just sharing your life well and you and you follow and let's just talk industry you follow other people that are like this is what you need to do this is what you shouldn't be doing and then i feel like people relate to us a lot more because it's like it's it's very different to that but anyway um that's fucking fascinating sarah i'm sure (laughs) be a hero of knowledge right just show up be a hero of knowledge because you do know things and you are here to be a guide projectors are here to be a guide we're here to guide people to a more efficient way of doing things and um but recognize yourself right and just be a little bit strategic about so share the knowledge would you like Mm. to know more um and this is interesting because it kind of ties in with one of your gifts as well katie so you have the channel of the 10 and the 20. So the 10 is a love of life and the 20 is effervescent. I never say that word correctly. I think I just nailed it. Effervescent truth teller. I think that was fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's fucked, hey? No, I said, yeah, I think that's right. (laughs) That was fine. You're fucked up, Sarah. (laughs) Try again. (laughs) Well, actually, just quickly on that note, Katie, circling back. So 
when you felt in those conversations, like people weren't listening to you or you weren't being heard, what does that teach you? You start to go, well, no one wants to hear what I have to say. So I'm just never going to talk. Right. And that's how we like develop Mm. these conditioning and these habits. But it's just like, hold on, we just weren't actually Mm. showing up according to our design. The way that, yes, that is so interesting. Like I felt it was a big anxiety for me. Like I would feel like, fuck, people think I'm dumb. Or people think I'm too much, less less dumb or mm-hmm. too much. Because this is the thing. The projector could literally summarise something in a couple of words and those couple of words would just fucking land for people. It's like the mic drop moment and that's all that is needed is potent AF and people are like, whoa, and they might either feel triggered because it might challenge their belief system in some kind of way Um but, um, yeah, I guess that's something to be aware of as well as the projector. It's like we can get the point across in a couple of potent words. We don't have to fluff around about it. Um, and sometimes it just freaking lands. And when it lands, it's so powerful. And I will say that about the both of you. Like the both of you are literally, even though you are like both the most kindest people that I've met and the like I love you both so much. But literally, like, you could just say, like, yep, this, this, and this. Like, you will tell me straight. Like, I can always guarantee that you will tell me whatever it is straight to the straight to the point. But it's done in, like, such a way that's got so much finesse on it that I'm kind of just like, yep, cool. But if someone else was to turn around to me and be like, Taylor, you're actually overreacting right now. Like, that's a bit stupid. I'd be like, well, fuck you. No. But, like, literally, yeah. Uh, that's it. I'm going to send this. I'm going to send this email right now. And I'm like, don't, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> I'm curious. Do not Why yeah, do you want to send that. that email right now? <laughs> yeah. And like, this is the thing. Sarah always challenges me. Like I'll blurt out to Sarah all these issues that I'm having in my day and she'll come back and be like, okay, but maybe it's telling you this. And I'm like, shut up. Shut up. See, shut I'm up, that friend up, to up. my friends yeah. too. You're this, and like I they can like, come to you the same, Katie, but like normally we have the same problems, Katie, but, you know, yeah, <laughs> but like if I come to Sarah with a problem, she's full on just grounds me and I'm like, Love this that. is insane. This is so insane. <laughs> Katie's gift, the 1020, that channel, the 10 is that love of life and the 20 is the effervescent truth teller. And so love of all things begins with love of self, right? And so if you give that a voice, and I mean literally, right, like in terms of speaking it with your words, Katie, um, this needs to be a focus mm. for you, right? So, you know, it kind of what we're going back to before around that like recognition and wanting to be seen as the projector. Like if you are speaking, you know, things like loving things about yourself, like that is a part of you sharing this this gift into the world. Um, and so this gate 20, so 10 is about learning about this love of life and love of yourself. But then with the gate 20, it needs to be a focus of what you talk about. So those things coming together, the love of life, but then being the truth teller, you need to be speaking it into words. And that's just going to make you so much more magnetic. And that's just how your energy will come across like amazing and be received. So, you know, what? if you're not getting that recognition from other people, fucking give it to yourself and talk about it and celebrate that. Celebrate the fuck out of yourself, Katie. You deserve it. (laughs) I will. Because you're doing fucking amazing stuff. I love it so much. And, okay, so, Sarah, one question. If you could wrap up, so say if you could tell Katie one thing to work on 
in the next because let's do a part two let's get together and because I know you looked at the kids charts and that would be so interesting to see how the kids charts go along the lines with us but if you could tell Katie one thing before we wrap up that she should work on in the next I don't know couple weeks or whatever what should she do so just nail that strategy and nail that authority so your strategy being waiting for the invitation so now that you have this awareness and almost this um, this confirmation that that is aligned for you and how you need to be exchanging your energy, waiting for that invitation, yeah. and then your authority being that spleen, right, that instinct, that, like, decision-making instinct, really listen to that, tune into your intuition and see how yeah. decisions unfold as a result of doing that. So that's the homework. Amazing. I am 100% going to do that and I'm going to report back and – yeah, I'm kind of speechless, honestly. I, I, I'm a, I'm a big cynic when it comes to absolutely everything, and this has. There has not been one thing where I'd be like, hmm, you know, with star signs and stuff like that. Sometimes you're often like, yeah, well, this fits, but that doesn't. This has all been like crazy. I hear you. Spot on. I hear you. So and I'm there's a so reason shocked. that you are perhaps a little bit of a cynic when it comes to this kind of thing, which is another thing that I saw in your chart, which we'll get to in part two, but you have the, a, a channel around logic. So neat things needed to be logical. So that oh so my God. Sense. Yeah. See, it's all in your chart. Wild. It's all in your chart. There's no yeah. way I could have freaking known all this stuff. So can you tell us how we can tell people to get their charts or compare how people can get in touch with you to read their charts, yeah, all yeah. that. Yes, has. absolutely. So for anyone who's curious, jump onto myhumordesign.com and you can add your birth date, birth time and location. That's all you need. And I often get asked like, how accurate does the birth time need to be? Literally within like a five minute window is recommended. There are other ways that we can really? figure it out. And that's something I could do for you. Um, but, yeah, get that birth time, get that birth date location, pop your details into myhumandesign.com, look at your chart, you're going to look at it and go, oh, what the fuck is this, like, thing? And there are a few little notes down the side which will correlate with what we've been talking about today. But in terms of yeah. readings and stuff, like, I love doing readings What I do do as well, and this is something I'm really big on, especially with like a bunch of the other work I do is integrating it. Excuse the COVID cough. Um, So integrating it because I can tell you all the information and it is just going to be information unless we actually start Mm. to realign those things and reframe those things and reprogram, which I do through other tools like hypnotherapy, NLP, some energy stuff, um, And I actually have a program which I've created around all of this, which is called Ignite Your Soul Purpose, because that's what I believe human design is, you know, who your soul came into this world to be, what it came here to do, what lessons it came here to work through. And then the conditioning of the world will take you away from that. But through this program, we can actually start to realign those things and get you back to your soul's blueprint. So you can start living and thriving from that place. So um, the best thing to do would be to, I guess, reach out to me on Instagram. Um, I, I, What's your Insta handle? <laughs> I was like, 
Yeah, tell us your Instagram handle. Where can we find you, Sarah? So it's at Serendipity Coaching. So S A R A N D I P I T Y Coaching. And yeah, I post heaps of stuff Lovely. about this. I'm obsessed. Amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that for me. I really, really, really appreciate it. And like I said, I. I'm shook. I, my eyes are so open and I can't believe it. And I'm literally going to the lounge right now to go and Google more of it and look into more of it because yeah, incredible. And I can't wait to see what my husband is. I would highly recommend anyone getting in touch with Sarah and, and doing this because it is yeah. really fucking cool. It is. It is. And Sarah, thank you so much. Like, you know how much I truly love and appreciate you and I adore everything you do. You've helped me so much on my journey and Look, you might continue to help Katie a little bit more too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I know you're moving to the UK, so good luck with all of that. But I'm sure we'll do a part two at a t- when a time is right and how we can kind of help our kids because I think that will be fucking mind-blowing. Absolutely. I would love that so freaking much, like just to see like what their little unique gifts are in this world and how we can celebrate yeah. it. Hit Sarah up on Instagram if you do want some extra love and support. And, yeah, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, that chat was so good, Katie, and I am I hope that you absolutely loved it. And like we said, we're going to have to do a part two because Mm. genuinely there's so much to unpack so, so much to unpack. i can't wait to hear about how to parent my kids with their um profiles and yeah stuff like, like that. someone just it's basically like a parenting manual Seriously, which is what we all brilliant. are longing for <laughs> well, earthed so much for me it's unbelievable <laughs> Well, let's get into our recommendations for this week. So obviously we recommend that you check out Sarah um, and see what she has to offer at Serendipity Coaching on Instagram. Um, but Katie, tell me what your rec- – we have a joint recommendation this we week actually do. because we've, is- um, we're so excited. We are. It is one that you will all be very, very uh, familiar with. It's the new Kardashians. And oh, it's so good. so excited about it. Oh, my God, did you just watch – have you watched both new episodes? Yes, I have. Of course I have. I literally <gasps> was lying on it? the couch the other day and I was like, oh, it's Friday. Oh, and then seriously. I clicked it and turned it on. <laughs> it's so good. All right. Okay. Here's my opinion on why it's better. Do you think okay, it's tell better? Me. I think it is. Yeah. I think you it can. is. But I also think we're all going into it with a fresh mind. So we're all refreshed on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we haven't seen them for a while true, on true. TV. Tim is also a diehard reality fan. I oh my god, is he? Bless him. Yeah, bless. He gets so pumped for me, and he gets so mad at me when I watch it without him. But anyway, <laughs> he's like struggling to see why it's better. He loves it, but he doesn't. He's like, "Why do you think it's better?" All right, yeah, here are my points. So I feel like I just love the the way it's being filmed. Uh-huh, it feels definitely. more documentary style rather. One hundred percent. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, it's like more real and raw like I think there was an, a yeah. part in the first episode where the girls like they it was almost like they were re-watching what we were watching and then talking about yeah, what they were seeing. also seeing but what we yeah. were seeing not talking just from their experience in that moment do you know what I mean yes totally and yeah. I love that and also I feel like we're seeing a rawer is that a word no a, a more, more raw, raw ver- version of them all like <laughs> yeah which again, sure, we know it's totally, you know, orchestrated, but yeah, I feel like they are cutting. There's there's a line cut between 
what was there was a wall before of, uh-huh. of, of them I reckon enforcing like how strict they were on what was shown well like now, heavily produced as well totally, by someone yes. that wasn't whereas now they are basically the production team yeah yeah which is really cool yeah. um so love that love the way it's filmed love watching Courtney being like a totally different person that's so much fun I love watching Travis grab her ass all the time that's so fun love him um, I'm wait for Big Dick Pete Davidson to be. Uh, that's show. exactly what I was just about to say, and it's literally going to be the next episode that they meet, right? Because that's oh SNL. See, episode so three excited. is. So, what do you oh, think about Pete Davidson? I love. I love anything that is like. I feel. I don't know. I'm just like when it first started, right? When we first heard, heard rumors about Kim and Pete, I'm kind of like, uh, maybe it is for publicity. But now that it's so. come more and it's sticking around more and we're seeing more stuff and Kim's posting about him on Instagram. It's like this is the refreshing kind of person that she needed in her life. Yes, yeah. And it's almost like, cool, it's grounding and it's almost like, right, as much as, yes, he is super famous and everyone does know who he is, I wouldn't even call him super famous really, but everyone, he's Mm. he's popular and everyone loves and adores him. It's Mm. almost like it's one of us in there. In their family. Mm. It's like just a normal person, really down yeah. to earth, in their family, and yeah. it's great. I'm really I'm excited so to see that part what of about it. about when Kanye messaged him and he's like, um, where are you, bro? He's like, I'm in bed with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that whole situation, I wonder, like we're going to see it unfold on TV. I reckon we are. What about right really- now? How she's still friends with Kanye? Well, this is the thing. This is what I'm kind of loving as well is because we're seeing it. They obviously, it's obviously like a year behind, right? But yes. this, how they manage to keep things under wraps, like, like the, the whole, the sex tech stuff, like on Roblox, like that's only just coming out now into the media. Yeah. But it's only been, like, how did they keep that? I, I mean, look, they are the Kardashians. They have hold over a powerful. lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I am all, yeah, I'm very excited. What kind of broke my heart in the last episode, and sorry mm. to be a spoiler, where Courtney was talking about how they were trying for a baby and then oh, Kim goes, so in a year time we're going to be sitting here with your baby. Like don't be getting oh, so. And I'm like, my God, that's a year now. Year. It's been oh, a year. And so that kind of broke my heart a little. But it's, yeah, it is refreshing. You know what else I loved I really about love that? It. Just touching on that really quickly is I yeah. loved how she brought light to the fact that she's like, I'm going through IVF right now. Yeah. Or and and people are making judgment on my body and saying I'm pregnant and stuff. You know how fucking hurtful that is. I love so that. Fucked. I love that. So and I hope that that makes people more aware going yeah. forward to don't don't you dare make assumptions yeah. on that scenario other people, people when you don't know what they're going through no fucking idea what's oh 100 i love that so if you haven't already it's on um the kardashians is on disney plus wow, um which well. i know that's such a spanner in the works actually katie do you know what i've also been binging this week what that johnny depp and amber heard trial it's so good oh my god and like i just really want to make out with johnny depp now <laughs> but wait i'm 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 worried i'm torn are and you I'm worried you reckon because he's been painted in such a positive light right and i'm mm. even falling for it mm. but what if and there is a there is an there is a chance mm. what if there there was abuse and everyone's just sweeping that under the rug because he's Big old Johnny Depp. Well, there's been a few. There was one thing I watched 
on TikTok the other day and they were like, this is the undoing of Johnny. And I can't remember what, I can't remember what it was, but it was a clip of that she brought up and it was actually just a tiny snippet of a conversation that he said in, I think it was like a voice note or something like that, tiny, Mm -hmm. tiny snippet. And they were like, this could be enough because there's such a huge um, thing around men are always the abusers, blah, blah, blah. Women never abuse a man, well, whatever, mm. which is so not true. But mm. because that is such a prevalent thing in everyone's mind, they're like mm. just this tiny little snippet could be enough to undo oh, the whole thing. I don't know what it is now. I'll try and find it. I'll try and find it. Fuck, I'm just going to, like, everyone's going to be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, um, but, like, did you see that Milani cosmetics thing? No. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm scrolling on TikTok and I come across this video mm. and it's Amber Heard's oh, attorneys yeah, or whatever talking yeah. about the makeup palette. They're like, she carried yeah. this around in her makeup bag yeah, and it was like it a was. color correcting makeup yeah. palette. And Why then the bruises and stuff. Yeah. And the actual makeup company, Milani Cosmetics, came out and they said, this actually wasn't even produced in the times she's saying, this product wasn't released in the times she was saying she was being abused. So how could she carry that around in her purse? Yeah. What about So, the, like, um, does that not prove she's a fucking bullshitter? Well, and all the fucking recordings of her going, yeah, Johnny, you think people are going to believe you that you've been? Um, I know. And they're like, yeah, hit I fucking hit you. I hit you. I didn't fucking fist. deck you. I didn't hit, I hit you, but I didn't deck totally. you. Like, what? You see where she's, like, showing it. She's like, he had me by the hair like this, and then I don't know. Then, like, I I, I, I don't know. But it's like she just wanted to <gasps> take him. I remembered what the recording was. The recording was of him saying he in, like, it must have been a, um like, when they go to the police's, like, the sheriff's office uh, yeah. or whatever the fuck yeah. they call it. Um. Yeah. And he said in the in the um, audio, he was like, yeah, that was the night that I cut my finger off. And he said, that was the night I cut my finger off. And so they reckon that maybe it was taken out of context and he was like, oh, yeah, like the night that, that I cut it. my finger off, like yeah. going along with her bullshit lie of him cutting his finger off. But they're like, yeah, see, so you're saying Wait. you did cut your finger off. Wait, so what is the actual, what's the allegation there? The allegation is he's she's saying he cut his own finger off and blamed it on her throwing a bottle at him and he the bottle severed his finger. Mm-hmm. But she, so she's saying that wasn't true. He cut his own finger off to make up the allegation. So then the gov- they're all going like, oh, my God, you actually are proving to yourself, like you just said here that you cut your own finger off. Mm-hmm. So... That was apparently the undoing. But I don't know. Everything I'm seeing is very much leaning. We'll have to see. I mean, it's going to be a I long court case. I think it would be a real travesty if, like, everyone's Team Johnny, which they are, and especially when influential people are on board, like House Inhabit and stuff like that, saying, yeah, Johnny, 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 Johnny. Oh, my God, like great. Elon Musk is on his side. Like, there are so is many it? Yeah, Elon Musk had an affair with Amber Heard. And now he's sticking up for Johnny Depp. Easy. Yeah, and like her PA is sticking up for Johnny Depp. Like her own family are on his side. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. She, she's obviously uh, a very toxic individual, but I would hate to steer away from the fact that if there even was the tiniest bit of truth to her allegations that everyone's going team Johnny because yeah. he's a, you know. So well, this is the thing. And it, I'm, yeah. I'm slightly torn, but I do want to make out with him. Oh, so do I. He's beautiful. And like the way he's so making beautiful. sarcastic remarks oh, to everyone. Like, I'm like, oh. Is that the same document that I yeah. signed? 
Oh, yes. <laughs> is that your signature? The same document that I signed four times. Yes, that is my same signature. Oh, he's so Jack Sparrow, <laughs> don't you not- reckon? Oh, he's beautiful. He's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. Um, and she actually just looks like a face with a sm- a fucking smacked ass when she's sitting she's there. She's very like, like. I know she looks yeah. exhausted by the she entire looks like thing, she, doesn't she? Yeah. Like she needs to use that Milani cosmetics a little bit more she does. going she into does. that. Oh god. Anyway, the, obviously the trial is going to keep going, so we'll keep you posted on our thoughts yes. as we go along. Um, but I also it's live streamed, which is so crazy and such a high profile case being live streamed is like everyone's having it's the same as the Kardashian thing it feels like we're like a fly on the wall and we get yeah. to watch from like our point of view and make our own snap judgments which yeah, I don't know really. if it actually is good or bad but anyway that's all we've got for you for this episode it's a long one it's Thanks a good one um Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you give us a review, five stars only on Apple Pod. And if you want to give us a follow, we are at Two Mums One Pod on the gram. And if you and need yeah. any sleep help or advice or support, please hit us up at Two Mums Sleep Co. We're of there course. for you with lots and lots and lots of information. 100%. All right, guys, have a beautiful week. Hopefully I'm feeling a little bit better next week and we'll see you soon. Bye. Da-na, 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 da-na. Ha <laughs> ha